Cheese head. Cheese head. And cheese heads. <laughs> Welcome to Tea and Tarot, the podcast. Well, actually, it's just Tea and Tarot. Um, I'm your host, Kate the Brave. And I'm Jordan. Also your host. And we are psychic mediums, teachers. Jordan's a phenomenal band director. She's a leader. And we're here to create a safe space for you to just to be who you are and to dive into the weird things and deal with life with us like we have to so yay (laughs) so yay today's episode is brought to you by sunny days this is our tea that adds that pep to your step it has jasmine dandelion root orange peel lemon peel ginger and cinnamon if you would like to purchase yours you can head over to katethebrave.com and purchase today you will get free shipping and in the meantime i'm gonna get that brewing and then we will be right back guess who's back 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 boom boom we did it and it's fine everything's fine everything's fine everything's great how's your week how's your week how's your month (laughs) I honestly, it makes me so sad. I love October. I love Halloween. I love fall. But it's such a busy month. I have worked six days a week for the last now three weeks. And I still have two more weeks of six days a week. Which I know some people work seven days a week, you know, every single week. But, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Listen, we do not do that here. If you're tired, you're tired. Everybody's tired is different. So that fucking sucks for you. <laughs> I'm just so ready for it to be November. Did they get rid of the weekly uh not holiday but whatever time off every so often? Well, so we have what's called intercession, which is basically like intervention for kids who can't pass the star test, which I could go on and on about, but um, as an elective teacher, I don't have to work that week. It's just like for teachers who volunteer. So I mean, they don't volunteer; they get paid for it. But they, they get have a stipend to like sign or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have that coming up in two weeks, in the first week of November. So I'm really looking forward to that week off because we've been going all the way since Labor Day, and we actually started school before that. About three weeks before that but we haven't had a break since labor day Ooh, it doesn't help that right now the school systems need our help as parents friends and advocates to speak up for our teachers our children and our electives jordan what is the best way for them to do that i think the easiest thing you can do is you know just see what's going on with your local school board you've never been to a school board meeting or even you don't have to necessarily go to one a lot of school boards nowadays will live stream their meetings so if it seems kind of scary for you to like go to a meeting you could always watch one or just read the notes from the meeting and start getting involved at least knowing you know what's going on within your school district and you know if knowledge is power so if you know what's going on like at the very least if you start to see things that you don't like like you can start to 
put your voice in there and try to advocate for what you see is best for kids. That's what it ultimately comes down to. So yeah. Be involved. I think that's great advice for anything that you want to see change in. I think especially as like impasse, which we talk about a lot, or even just our our generation in general, we tend to recluse because other people are like a lot and ridiculous. But the best way for us to see change is to actually be involved and do the opposite of what your initial reaction is. So, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Be involved. Be, be involved. Be And it's really nice to have a little bit of a sense of, it's not like control, but contribution, I guess. Yeah. Everything feels a little less crazy when it, when you have like one hand on the wheel. Well, and it's, it just, I feel, ugh, I can't even talk today. I feel like it boils down to how, like, when we're afraid of something, <coughs> it's usually because we don't know about it. We're not educated. So it kind of takes that fear away, too. For sure. Oh, my gosh. For those of you who do not know, Jordan and I have birthdays this week. Oh, my gosh. Yay, Libra power. What are you going to do for your birthday? Uh, I honestly don't know. <laughs> no, right sleep. now, just go to school. It's a Thursday, so I'll have work that day. And maybe if I'm really lucky, I'll actually get to have my conference period instead of having it snatched away to cover classes. Uh, because there's a sub shortage, so that's what I'm really hopeful for right now. <laughs> how do you know how do you? what you need to do to become a sub or it just depends on the state it, yeah it really does depend on your like local school <laughs> district but most people like if you just google your school district and go to their main page i'm sure there's somewhere for subs because school districts are super hungry for subs right now it's a national sub shortage on top of everything else so yay wow i might look into that i just might it is not an easy job, but someone has to do it. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> helps. And those kids definitely need somebody. So, yes. Do you want to hear something really interesting? I do. Okay. We know about birth charts and we know about astrology, and neither of us are master astrologists. Would you say that's correct? Oh, absolutely correct. I am far, far from it. Absolutely. Ask me anything about Libra. <laughs> My arrogant <laughs> ass will tell you. <laughs> well, I have been looking up this asteroid called Chiron, and its placement tells you, like, what your deep wound is. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I'm getting over a sickness. So if you hear me coughing, I'm sorry. This asteroid, depending on your placement, it tells you where your wound is and what you're healing. And I thought it was interesting because we talked about on last week, past lives, how they're coming up right now, and how it, um, healing our inner child comes up. So I've been looking at our Chiron placements. Do you want to hear what yours is? I super do. Okay, we have the same one. Let me pull it up. Okay, so your Chiron is in Cancer, and it's in your 11th house. 
the 11th house, we're going to start with that, is responsible for, like, it says where you make your debut into society and the reception you get out there. <coughs> Sorry. Interesting. It, yeah, it's the traditional house of friends, but also extends out to colleagues and social circles. Okay. So, and then your Chiron is in Cancer. My Chiron is also in Cancer. And so when this is in Cancer... It is known as, you're the wounded, okay, so Chiron is also known as the wounded healer, which is exactly what we talked about, it's what you're here to heal for yourself. When you have Chiron in Cancer, typically it's the wound of family, but yours is in the 11th house, so yours is the wound of, of friends slash colleagues, and it is saying that you okay it's the core belief that one is unlovable or has been abandoned so basically like the fear of rejection and conflict wow man that is like so spot on like wow wow and jordan your french past life shows up for this this especially that is i'm like my mind is blown right now okay so (coughs) sorry okay so your french past life and i think this is even a different one that have we talked about your french past life before yes but you were a man right correct okay i know because you were still a man you played the violin you played music but you weren't really successful because you were playing on the street and you weren't getting the attention that like you deserved because you were a maestro and nobody even recognized it or knew it so you were sad and lonely and kind of poor dad you know what that feels very vivid and that's why in this life sorry apparently we're jumping into jordan's past life that's why in this life you originally were accepting pennies on the dollar and now you're learning that you're worth way more than that wow that honestly makes so much sense i I feel like not even just monetarily like financially (laughs) but like self-worth and value and like time as a form of of value like I have started to learn to appreciate and value that more especially time spent and yeah that feels really important yes same okay so my Chiron is in the same place in Cancer but mine is in the 10th house so mine comes more internally and like through family like inner circle really so tell me more about that i'm so interested okay so 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 usually there is some sort of early childhood okay keep this in mind you're in the 11th house so friends or colleagues trauma that leads to core feelings of loneliness emotional pain (coughs) excuse me or a sense of emptiness. And it's just all stems from self-worth. It's all self-worth. It's it all self-worth. It feels very much like 
the self-worth being too tied into other people and having to like continue to work through that yes okay so i'm gonna quickly go down the list of what they have for all the other signs so you can listen for yours i will say that this list i am literally reading it off of t and rosemary.com hey we're t and tarot and this is t and rosemary Hmm. how perfect we love this okay so chiron and aries the wound of self Chiron, oh, that makes sense because Aries are always trying to prove themselves. Um, Chiron and Taurus, the wound of loss. In Gemini, the wound of words. Ooh, I feel that in my bones for my son. Um, Leo, the wound of talent. <coughs> Virgo, perfection. Libra, relationship. It makes sense, right? It just goes with the sign. Mm-hmm. Scorpio, control. Sagittarius, belief. Capricorn, recognition. Aquarius, belonging. Pisces, betrayal. The end. (laughs) That is so fascinating. It's like almost a more like cosmic way of explaining some of those like past life traumas that we were talking about. It's like another cool way to... (laughs) see those things because I feel like especially just based off what we talked about last week like with past lives what's coming up is like maybe most relevant for the moment or what you seem mm-hmm. to be kind of looking for but <laughs> with this me. cool like birth chart situation it's like truly telling you like that's just how it is it's destined in the stars when you came into existence so it's like I don't know. It's just like another place marker. I feel like it's cool and how it all connects together. Yes. It's so, to me, it brings like, I don't know, more credibility to it. Yeah. It's just, (laughs) and it helps. I don't know. Every time I hear things like that, like things like about your placements and things about past lives and things like that, it's so nice to bring understanding to self. Yes. <laughs> because it's yes. Like, I think I've said this before. I tell my kids all the time when they're trying to prepare for auditions, they're going to auditions, most of them for the first time ever. And it's really, really scary for them. And I tell them, you know, I know you're nervous. I know it doesn't feel good to be nervous, but it does me and you no good for me to lie to you and say that if you do these certain things, you won't be nervous anymore because that's just not true. It's all about learning how to work with the nerves. And that's like how this is. It's like, you know, it's always there. It's always been there and you just learn how to work with it instead of trying to change it. (laughs) And that just makes life so much smoother. I... I agree with you. And I think that's just, I think that's how we learn and grow because really at the end of the day, everybody who's around you has nothing to do with you. It's not your business, what they're doing. It's not their your business, how they're handling things. Like all you can control is what you're doing. So it makes sense that in order to grow and develop and look deeper into yourself, like you have to just go within and that's really hard to accept sometimes because especially if you're somebody who like finds their way in like relationships or maybe somebody who has yes. more of a 
an anxious attachment style like that's definitely me for sure um it's hard not to really lean into other people and kind of especially as an empath also just base your everything off of somebody else it's so easy to like get into the habit of of trying to take care of somebody else and putting yourself secondary to try to be there for somebody else so yes okay i don't think this person listens anymore so i'm just gonna shout it out i had an, a past lives girl have been coming in for me so strong and i've been doing it through scrying which is also really cool that's amazing <laughs> yeah if you don't know what scrying is it's when you take uh, some sort of writing utensil and you put it onto paper or whatever and then you just start just letting it move in whatever direction you feel like it needs to go um and then you, sometimes you're like oh i need to draw this hut or i need to write this word or this and this or whatever um if you want to learn how to do this i actually am offering a workshop in san antonio on october 23rd you can buy tickets on my website, shameless plug, katethebrave.com. It's really cool because I'm teaching you how to scry and how to do psychometry. But besides that, so cool. it is so cool. I've been practicing my psychom- psychometry on trails by like touching the trees and stuff. It's been interesting. Uh, what a like really cool way to connect. Yeah. Well, I know for me, like nature, I know that my guides and like down with nature like and i know i'm down with nature so it just makes sense for me to develop it in that way first for sure so i was picking up on this person's past life who has this group of friends and they refuse to leave this group of friends no matter what and in their past life one of those group of friends mother fucking shot them in the side and in this life they have the death mark Oh my gosh. One of his friends shot him, and then the one who's currently his best friend helped the guy who shot him cover that shit up. Oh. And they're best, best friends in this life, my dude. That is, oh, that is so crazy. I know. I was actually wondering if you could confirm if that was a true vision. (laughs) I mean, honestly, that feels very, like, legit like it just like plays out that's like, so crazy it's so interesting to me how some things like that some lessons are so important to be learned that like it defies the odds like that they would find <laughs> each other again and not only find each other but build such a, a similar dynamic and you know what jordan <sighs> In this past life, this person had a family and two children that they left behind. That is so sad. I know, it's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. And see, that's why past lives are important. That's why asteroids are important. This person, their Chiron, is in the same exact space as mine. Cancer. And I think it's in the 10th house, too. See, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like going into your spirit. And I know I've said this a million times, but like I really do believe it's true. And I feel like it's always helpful to get the reminder <laughs> that going into your spiritual journey is not 
solving all your problems and that you don't have problems anymore but it's learning like why things happen and how you can move through them and also being open to that you have to be open to it or it's not going to do anything for you if you're closed off to the solutions that are coming to you and you're expecting things to fall into your lap nothing's going to change nothing's going to happen you're that's why we have free will you're in charge of making that happen for yourself i oh, it's just so interesting and it's like the more you think about it the more you just like are in awe of how everything is weaved together so intricately and just like when mm-hmm. you take the time to just like stop and introspect you can really learn a lot about yourself and really learn how to take care of yourself and yes. to hopefully value yourself i feel like this is kind of what oh no the difference is is they're in house six so it's chiron and cancer in house six what's house six let's find out um i think too damn it i forgot what i was saying because i was doing that health wellness and daily routines including odd jobs interesting if you want to find where your chiron is you can go to astrostyle.com slash well you can just go to astrostyle.com or slash cosmic dash calculators dash chiron dash sign i mean slash damn it i fucked that up (laughs) (laughs) let me try again so it's not confusing if you would like to calculate your own chiron you go to astrostyle.com slash cosmic dash calculators slash chiron dash sign i think i did it that was really confusing i'm proud of you for doing that like i would have never gotten that right well thank you (laughs) (laughs) it's because you're getting older and wiser speaking of which what are you going to do to celebrate yourself on tuesday 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 let me start by saying tuesdays are usually terrible days tuesday terrible just kidding (laughs) (laughs) but really always i don't know tuesdays always go wrong for me but this tuesday i am hoping to go on a hike by myself and just like spend the whole day out there doing whatever the fuck i want to do oh that sounds incredible yeah i think so there's this trail here I don't want to say the name of it because I don't want to get dead. I'll tell you after I do it. But they, ha- nope, I'm just going to stop right there. It's really cool and I can't wait to tell you about it next week. Oh, yes. Okay, <laughs> yes. That's definitely a good idea. I can't wait to hear about it next week. Yeah, I just get so paranoid. But what is really cool about that spot is lately, well, okay, so I took the kids to the park there today. And then yesterday, we actually went on a little hike there so cool and so many birds so many bird sounds like they were all calling oh i love that first of all that's so peaceful to listen to and there's just something about birds sometimes that's just like really what needs to be there yes oh i just had chills on my back i love how you said that it's just what needs to be there yeah that sounds really beautiful I think it's going to be nice. One thing that I've been trying to do weekly 
um, is have a day where I'm just in silence for as long as I can be. No, no TV, no, sometimes I'll put on like classical music in the background, but just, just quiet, complete quiet for all the whole day until I pick up the kids, of course. So like, what kind of benefit do you think that brings to you? So far, what I have experienced in that is learning how to quiet my anxiety because that shit is hard. Well, not quiet mm-hmm. it, but like deal with it. Dealing with it is what it is. Because when I'm having like a painful moment or an uncomfortable moment in my mind, then I tend to like to like turn on the TV or do something to to disassociate me. For sure. So that is for sure what has been that's what I've seen so far. I've been doing it for the past three, four weeks. And the first day was weird and I felt very unproductive. That was hard. That honestly sounds really difficult because I also have to constantly have background everything. So I... I really commend you on that. I think I should probably experiment in that, but I'm definitely not ready yet. (laughs) (coughs) One thing that I have made sure to do... (gasps) I'm sorry, I just got the most exciting text message. (laughs) Oh, sorry. One thing that I have really made sure to do, though, is give myself grace. And if I just can't take it and it's too much, then I let myself turn on the TV. I don't care because I did my best and I showed up and I did what I could what I could. And sometimes it's just like you just can't. And that's okay. That's what I wanted to say. Uh, I like that. You know what? I'm going to start kind of incorporating that in little chunks at a time yeah that's all you have to do i mean girl i pick up the kids and and then it's loud as fuck so i just get a few <laughs> hours and really the first oh, when you first start doing it it's just very uncomfortable i feel like it was very and and i made sure that i did it on a day where i didn't have a lot of work to do so that i can figure out what the uncomfortable is going to feel like instead of using that work as another form of distraction Oh, for sure. That's so smart. I think so, too. So, do you want to finish talking about Chiron? Or not just Chiron, but let me tell you how I got to this. How my ADHD brain worked. So, Jordan and I have talked about this month doing a surprise for you all and sharing some stories of some sort. So, I was looking up Joan of Arc to see what I could find about her. And I found some really cool information that I'm going to share really quickly. Um, (coughs) For anybody who doesn't know who Joan of Arc is, she was born a peasant. She was not taught how to read. Her mom was very, very religious, like very, very fucking religious. And her mom is actually who raised her to be, well, not, because it's in her birth chart you're gonna see she's the one who helped to develop her her relationship to god basically and within her lifetime she helped lead an army she she actually delivered a mess or okay so 
when she was she died at the age of 19 when she was even younger than that she received a message from god because she started hearing voices in her head at the age of 13 which she thought were sent by god and they gave her a mission to save france by getting rid of its enemies and making sure that charles was its rightful king that was her divine mission interesting i didn't know that yeah okay i'm gonna tell the story as best as i can so that happened at 13 she started hearing voices she knew it was god so she knew she had to do these things (coughs) she took a vow of chastity for this and at the age of 16 her father tried to arrange a marriage for her and she successfully at this day and age in the 1400s told them hell no i'm not getting an arranged marriage and the court sided with her so she didn't have to get married wow that's cool? that like insane for that time yes i think so too so then in may of 1428 she cut off her hair she started dressing in men's clothes and she made an 11 day journey across enemy territory to mm, mm, chinon perhaps chinon i'm not french do you know how to say that word i don't okay it's c-h-i-n-o-n if anybody wants to translate it's probably um, chino oh chino okay that makes sense so that is the crown prince's palace that's where she was going she promised charles that she would see him crowned king and asked her asked him to give her an army to lead to oh my god why did i do this to myself orleans o-r-l-e accented a-n-s that's probably right orleans orleans Oh, did that make sense? Okay, so he she convinced him to let her lead the army. She took the army. She succeeded. And then after that, what happened? Oh, the king ordered Joan to wait. The king ordered her to confront a Burgundian assault on, damn it, these words, on a place. In her effort to defend the town, she was thrown from her horse left outside the town's gate as they closed and then those people burgundians took her captive <coughs> took her god damn it <coughs> i hate coughs took her captive charged her with 70 different charges that's excessive that's excessive including witchcraft hearsay and dressing like a man and of course it was white people they were getting rid they were like trying to get rid of her because they wanted to discredit charles and take over and get rid of her and it worked because she was held captive for a year she was released Wait, no, no, no. She signed a confession denying that she had ever received divine guidance. I didn't know that. Wow. And then several days later, she defied... Oh, I guess she was released. She defied orders several days later by wearing men's clothes 
And once she did that, they're like, okay, now you're dead. And wow. they killed her at the age of 19 on May 30th, 1431. 19. Oh, my gosh. I know. Can you imagine <laughs> leading a whole army in your... So she died at 19, which means that army thing happened when she was 18. I definitely can't imagine my 18-year-old self doing anything like that. Yes. Okay. So I was going over that story, relearning history. Clearly, I did a poor job, but that's fine. And then I was like, hmm, I wonder what her birth chart says and if it's like showing that she is psychic. Here is the thing. Her moon sign is in Scorpio. Her sun sign is in Capricorn. But there was something that was even more... Where is it? I don't know. But she was psychic as fuck in her astrology sign. And her Chiron is in Scorpio. And that's how we got here. So, her Chiron in Scorpio means her Chiron is in Scorpio, which means her healing that she needed to do in that lifetime was the healing of depth. So, inner wisdom, um, deep relations, um, what was the other? Deep relations. Ah, what's on my foot? I think it was just a cord. <laughs> Deep relations. <laughs> the wound of control. There it is. So this wound is usually a lifelong pursuit. Um, and it is... I had all this stuff written down. Okay. You can only trust control instead of trusting positive intentions or authentic love. So I think that authentic love is why she wanted to take out the chastity. I think that because her Chiron is in Scorpio, she was able to think so deeply and have a deep perception of what was going around or on around her, what the injustices were. And I think it gave her a very super intuitive connection. It's part of it. That is so fascinating. Yes, it is crazy to me. It's just like, again, it's literally like just seeing, it's like whenever you get the answer right in your head, but you have to plug it in the calculator <laughs> just to like make sure it's right. It's like literally seeing everything all line up, connecting the dots. <laughs> and with your Chiron and Scorpio, you take everything so deeply. So the fact that she was literally hearing messages from God, from source, like, of course she took that shit deeply. Of course she took it seriously. Like, she literally gave her whole life to that. Isn't that so yeah, interesting? Yeah, for that. That's amazing. Yes. Okay, let's look up. Who do we want to look up now? They're Chiron. And then we'll we'll jump off. Um, I'm very interested in Marilyn Monroe. Ooh. Okay, okay. Let's see. I'm pulling it up right now. Okay, so I have hers up. Her Chiron is like, if you look at the birth chart, 
it's just barely in Taurus, like just barely missing Aries. So in Taurus, this is stubborn resistance to and fear of change, following the flock instead of forming your own values and opinions or and beliefs, addiction to comforts like eating and drinking, materialism and money struggles. The healing gifts that this offers. Oh, I have to tell you something really interesting about that. When I first started practicing my mediumship, I tapped into her and she came through and pretty much only showed me her life before when she was still Norma Jean or Norma, Norma Jean, right? That's not, I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah, she, she didn't show me Marilyn Monroe. She felt like she wasn't very happy during that time. And she took a lot of pills, a lot of pills. Oh. Um, the healing gifts that come with Chiron and Taurus <coughs> is creating serene environments, savvy financial planning, holding down the fort during turbulent times, calm in the storm, practical magic, teaching traditional wisdom. That right there, modeling traditional ris- wisdom too. She for sure. That's so did funny that. because you know, like people tend to say, like she was like a dumb blonde or whatever, but actually she was incredibly like intelligent. Yes, she was so smart. Yes, listen to the Chiron and Aries ones, and you'll be like, okay. So the wounds are lack of self worth, aloofness, oh. which we just talked. Aloofness is like um not being aware of what's happening around you cutthroat competition style needing to be number one but the opposite side when you heal that chiron then you empower people to embrace their individuality channeling anger into creative expression fearless individuality and modeling independence so i think that that's why her chiron landed in taurus instead of aries because i felt like i feel like in her past lives she already healed her Aries wounds and was moving into Taurus. That is so interesting. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it's so interesting. Cancer, ours. Um, I found this on astrostyle.com. So wounds in Chiron and Cancer. Trouble feeling at home, um, both in your body and in the world. Hoarding resources and money, emotional eating. Uh, what xenophobia mean? That's like a fear of like foreign places and people. Oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting about somebody that I know. And also stranger danger. Also in wounds is family dysfunction, probably with the mother. But the healing Ooh. gifts of that... Jordan, I feel like we both do, and I know you do for sure, all of these. You create a safe haven for community. You empower other women. You have nutritional wisdom slash nourishing with food and savvy financial planning. That's when you're healed. I That does feel like that would be a place of peace. It almost like lines up with like ultimate goals. Yes! That's it. Yeah, this is what shadow work is. This is what shadow work is, is taking your wounds and turning them and nurturing them into superpowers. 
yes duality yes that's so smart (coughs) so i'm so glad to like hear about this isn't it interesting and then girl that's not even the only asteroid out there it goes deeper but we are stopping Ugh. there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's enough. There's another one, though. Um, Juno is another asteroid. I'm just going to give a quick background because I thought it was very interesting. And sh- it's named after Jupiter's wife, Juno, who was a great mother. I mean, was like, she was a badass, but she was also kind of slooty. Ooh. Slooty nudie. <laughs> and her asteroid um i think i forgot already but her asteroid kind of lines up in that wherever it is in your birth chart so i highly encourage you if you're listening to this to go check out your birth chart and find out where your placements are and what that means for you that's super cool i'm definitely gonna look more into that yeah girl i was down a deep dark rabbit hole deep deep dark dark (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just oh, interesting girl, you like need some immunity <sighs> and a nice cozy blanket mm. and you've got to be fresh by tuesday you know what you right you right my friend gave me a self-care book and i'm, I'm so excited to dive into it i'm going to start reading it tonight oh that's amazing that sounds fantastic yeah shout out michelle i love you what do you have on your plate tomorrow or this week oh so much a lot but we're almost there day by day where i'm at right now yeah collectively it's going to be a good week but a lot of hard work and you're going to need a lot of strategizing um if you want more readings like this in my patreon group if you're part of the lightworkers tier or the the course tier the star steed tier then you get weekly forecasts like that so head over to patreon.com slash kate underscore the brave to join the community if you would like to stay in touch with us you can reach out to us at on instagram our handle is at t and tarot podcast or you can find Mm -hmm. me on my individual instagram which is at kate period the period brave um you can listen to jordan's phenomenal motherfucking playlist on spotify i will do that link and our descriptions what else you covered it you're a pro we're pros now oh no like share review us subscribe all that cool shit we want to talk to you we want to get to know you and we want to expand our community so please do that for us amen plus plus if you do that we are earning money to help us get better equipment and have more time to make these that will make our episodes even better for you so amen double amen okay okay i'm done okay (laughs) goodbye (laughs) Bye.